welcome to RSF, the revolutionary sports front, your dirty, nasty, and controversial sports talk podcast for all things Detroit sports and sports worldwide. Here are your hosts, Tony, Joey, Frank, and Gerard, four lifelong friends born and raised in South Detroit. A great one has a daughter with a great ass. Do you have a speedo on or was he uh, in his birthday suit? Uh, say it one more time. At the same time, however, I'm not going to lie, jockeys do creep the hell out of me. Five, four, three, two, one, go. What's happening, guys? Happy Saturday, episode 40 of the Revolutionary Sports Front, RSF. Tony to my left, Jerry to my right, Joey, as always, via Skype. What's up, fellas? How's it going, bud? All right, That's ready all right. to rock and roll. Very well, it's a beautiful freaking day. All four of the fellas are together. We finally got some shows rolling back to back, and it is time. And we're starting off with UFC 210 tonight at 10 o'clock in the East. And I can't per- wait personally. I know Tony can't wait. Um, we're going to go watch together. Jerry might join if his hangover goes away from opening day. We're going to talk about that a little Boy, later. Boy, I got a bad one. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, too. But we're going to start with the UFC, and we're going to start with the main event. And it is Cormier versus Rumble. And we alluded to this last week. And um, this is a rematch. For those of you that have, didn't know, it's the, uh, the second time these guys are going to fight. The first fight was two years ago. It was a very good fight. Uh, Cormier got stunned in the first 30 seconds. Anthony Johnson's a monster. He's known for his knockout power. He tagged him, but he got gassed out. Cormier is a two-time Olympic wrestler um, and a killer. He just fuck, keeps coming forward if you watch his fights. I just watched the first fight today and the fight with Cormier versus John Jones, which he did lose the only time he's ever lost. Um, but it's going to be really exciting. It's a big fight. and th- th- You know it's a good fight. Tony, you can uh, speak to this too. Um, w- when these two guys are doing media tours and they're so nice to one another and there's not this kind of like trash talk that we're so used to seeing this dramatic WWE stuff, and I'm still pumped to see it. These guys are patting each other on the back. So that's when you know uh, the two competitors are real good. And... Uh, I personally think Cormier is going to take it down. I want to hear everyone else kind of riff about it a little bit before I say why and why I don't really like Rumble that much. I'm going to say that a little bit too, but I kind of want to hear everyone else's thoughts. I mean, I'm really excited. I really am. It's not just the coffee. Yeah, no, I mean, this is a rematch. Uh, Rumble John- Anthony Rumble Johnson's known for his knockout power. I mean, this is a guy who came into the UFC a while ago, actually, started out as a welterweight. And now he's fighting at light heavyweight. And he actually left the UFC for a while because he was having trouble making weight at 170. Then they bumped him to 185 and he missed weight there again. So that they caught him. And he kind of figured out, you know, I've been putting all this muscle on. I can't make the weight cut to be a 170, 185-er. <laughs> I got to be a 205-er. And, he's had a, and he had some success on the smaller circuits. Got back to the UFC and... He's had a great run in the to, UFC to that heavyweight. Point, real quick to that point. On the contrary, Daniel Cormier was used to be a heavyweight, and he's built like a tank. He's 5'11", and he just had that controversy you saw at the weigh-ins where he clocked in at first at 206, and then he comes back two minutes later. He was 206.8, comes back two minutes later, and was at 205, and everyone was saying, oh, how did he lose this weight in two minutes? But really, by rule, he still had two hours, and yeah. they're making a big deal out of that. But yeah, he was he was, was a different weight class as well. You guys think he just took well. a giant deuce, like he had some guy shove his hand up there? 
I, I watched <laughs> it know? live. I don't know what he did. Joe's <laughs> kind of into the whole weight cut thing and stuff like that, but he literally stepped away. He was naked, first of That's... all. They were covering him with a UFC banner. And he what, came out. Was naked he naked again. the first time? Yes, he was oh, naked, okay. and then he came out, and he, when he went away, he clocked in heavy, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is crazy!" And then he came back, mm-hmm. literally, like about sixty to one hundred twenty seconds later, and lost one point eight pounds. So I do know. Um, sometimes they check the scale too, because sometimes the scales are not calibrated correctly. Now I know that's kind of like a a, a goofy excuse, because I'm sure they weren't the first guys to weigh in that day. But I, I'm pretty sure if you don't make weight. They check the scale and then you get to go check yourself real quick and make sure uh, you know you can you can try and make the weight. So I don't know if they did something That's to the a good scale, point, Joey. Because we calibrate our scales where I work every. I got to calibrate them every morning. So I mean it. No, he's right because if you if you watch the the weigh-ins, that's the reason uh, Rumble clocked in at two hundred three point six pounds and. He said in an interview afterwards, he said, yeah, because, man, I, trust me, that wasn't on purpose. He's like, believe you know, believe it. It wasn't on purpose. My scale that I had Did in the back was off. Did he weigh in after uh, DC? Right after, yeah. He weighed in with about 10 oh, seconds dude. left. Yeah, but oh, he, we know exactly what happened But then. He, he had a scale in the back in his locker room that was 1.5 yeah, pounds they re- off. You can recalibrate a scale purposely to make you lose some weight. Dana White was probably like, we can't have another fight called off. Just fucking shave off 1.6 pounds. Well, I mean, he had two hours. He probably would have easily He would have made it anyways. He would have made it, but I mean, why? Yeah, he, he had two hours. He would have easily dropped So Rumble's weighing in 1.4 pounds light all of a sudden. Yeah, and then Dana, or not Dana White, and then John Jones comes out. Because John Jones, if you guys don't know, He's doing. He's from Buffalo, I guess. I didn't know that. He's from the New York. He's from Endicott. upstate. Yeah, upstate yeah. New York. And so now he's kind of stealing the limelight a little bit. You know, him and Cormier have beef, and they'll probably end up fighting if Cormier wins. Like I think he will. Um, so he's there doing media, and then he came out and said that it was foul play by Cormier, and he was kind of spouting off. They they just hate each other, man. I can't wait to see that fight either. But we got to start. Yeah, with speaking tonight. of hatred, I like to point you up, point out when first when we started. <laughs> like when I remember when Johnson beat was a Glover to share that he knocked out in like. 13 seconds yeah and then he said dc let's do this like there's no reason he was trying to go the anti-mcgregor route and like that's cool i actually kind of respect that and i dig it i think we had an episode about like how he handled talking about rumble right yeah Yeah. rumble okay you know but the fact of the matter is there's nobody at 205 that can challenge dc besides rumble or john jones so you don't have to be the mcgregor you don't have to come up spouting your mouth off you know what i mean well i mean gustafson was up there but he's lost a couple now so yeah, but I mean, McGregor, I mean, the reason why they shoot their mouths off, everybody knows, they shoot up the rankings when they do that. Yeah. Get their shot. See, okay, and this is what yeah, I was going to say. I'm, I'm glad you brought up, brought up Rumble. And I didn't mean to cut you off, Joe. I just wanted to say this. I'm glad you brought up Rumble because Rumble, for someone, I mean, you think like a Mike Tyson or something like that, like that which just has this crazy, innate, I mean, he works hard. He works hard, but he's got an innate po- uh, knockout power. It's just something that's just you're born with, I think. And he's got this crazy knockout power. He's knocking guys out. But if you look at it from a fan standpoint, like, you know, if you got, you got to find a reason to root for a guy. I like McGregor because the way he talks. You know, Chael Sonnen's one of my man crushes because the way he, he conducts himself. And it's just about their, pers- their persona. And then when, you, when Rumble comes out and talks, man, it's like you see this guy, and if you, know, you don't hear him talk, you'd be a big fan. But when he comes out and talks, uh, I mean, and I, I mean this historically, from a historical standpoint, I'm just saying he kind of seems like one of the guys that would have worked Inside the house, and you know what? I, it, what I mean by that is, I mean everyone knows. All right? What I mean. so, yeah, no. But Joe, back me up. <laughs> I'm not really sure where you're going with this. I know exactly where he's going with this. It's what got Rob Parker fired from ESPN? We can't have that shit on our air network. Okay, the, our stuff doesn't support that shit. 
That's okay. I think you took it out of context. I prefaced by saying, historically speaking, if I say that you could, you act like an asshole. I'm just saying, if we were back in the day, me and Joe might work outside, and you and Tony maybe would work inside. Is that wrong to say now? <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. I'm not. <laughs> Anyways, I just don't like his character. Is that better? I don't like yeah, his you character. Yeah, you said that. That would have yeah. been simple. You don't like his character. That would have been way better. Wow. Than... You guys look like someone just farted for a free podcast. And the one that especially said, let's make this explicit. When I was the one advocating for going to not make it explicit in the beginning of this show, you guys look like someone just farted in church. So there you go. I think that Cormier I has said a lot. I make it explicit so we could swear. So that way we don't have to. All right, we're not going to get edit. into the. We're I didn't want to get into this. I told to... you to roll with it when I told you I had a bit. And you didn't roll. <laughs> Dude, That's not what chemistry does. But anyways, I uh, don't like his character as a fan. And that's reason, part of the reason why I think Cormier, not only is that, he a better fighter, I think his persona is better. That's why I'm rooting for Cormier. Okay. Fair? I, I respect that. That's a very fair wow. way to do it. And God, everyone's so I damn like sensitive because nowadays. I Jesus personally feel Christ. the exact opposite. I love the way Johnson acts. I hate how DC why? acts. Why do you love the way he acts? Johnson? I, I'm very intrigued humble. to hear he just why. He knocks people out. He gets out of the cage. He doesn't make excuses. Okay, you know he shows up to work, does his job, goes home, and he sounds I mean, like a little bitch. I he kicked my ass, but he life. sounds like a little. I gotta bitch. preface this by preface this by saying, like, I don't want all UFC fighters to act like Anthony Rumble Johnson, but one does, and I really hope he wins the belt tonight. I don't think he will, but I don't like DC. Just seems he seems like a fraud to me. He's often injured. He's freaking. How is he a fraud? He can barely make weight. Like, go fight heavyweight. He was at two oh six. I mean, bro, everyone barely makes weight. That's just, That's just as ridiculous like as what I said, man. That's yeah, but just, I mean, when you look at Cormier, part of the reason Cormier, Cormier got his first shot at the title against Jones is the fact that he runs his mouth. He is on like the UFC preview show when he's not fighting, and he's sitting there talking about how great he is. And they'd be like, oh, well, who do you think should fight John Jones next? He's like, well, I think I should fight John Jones next because I've done this, this, and this, this. And he basically toasts his own horn so he gets a title yeah. shot. Are you talking about Cormier? Yeah. There's no one else. Jerry just made a, yeah, one no good else. point. Jerry made Thanks, a point. Frank. He made a point. Uh, there's only three guys that can do it. In one of his interviews, he says, look, it's going to be me beating up Anthony. When John Jones gets together, I beat them up. And that's how it's going to be the rest of my career. There's just no one else because Rumble can beat the rest of the guys in that division. Well, this, and since, this, well, I just want to say one more thing because I got into some red tape just a second ago. So now I'll say by the facts, since you can't give a little spice, I'll just say by the facts. Cormier a is a two, spice is Cor- fine. Cormier is a two-time Olympian. He's a killer if you watch him fight. He comes forward. He pushes the pace. He can go 25 minutes at full speed. He's the better fighter. He's, he speaks the way he speaks because he truly is great. He fought, fought for his country twice. And did well, and he's undefeated. Besides John Jones, who's arguably the greatest fighter of all time, that's why Cormier's going to win. There's the facts. I mean, I, ahead, I, I, on, I didn't mean to cut Joe off. Go ahead. Well, so th- this is what I was going to say. Is it, it, to me, it's kind of crazy because remember, uh, I, I don't want to say back in the day, it was only a few years ago. Remember, the two hundred five division was just absolutely stacked. Yeah, but I mean, you, you couldn't you couldn't watch a bad fight in the two hundred five. Yeah, and then division. John Jones nowadays, came and killed all those people in their yeah. career. And now, he just yeah, ended now, everybody's nowadays, career. Nowadays, we're talking about three fucking fighters: John Jones, uh, DC, and, and Avery Johnson. Is that this name right? Avery Johnson or and Anthony Johnson? Yeah, Anthony Johnson. Sorry, Anthony Johnson. Yeah, uh, which Anthony Johnson? It's, you know, what's kind of funny. He's in that uh, movie. Um, uh, warrior, or whatever it is, with yep. with, uh, with Tom Hardy, and yep. it's funny too because he's supposed to be a, a middle or welterweight or something in that one, and he looks like a goddamn heavyweight because he's so big. 
And I always thought he looked like a massive welterweight, Tony. When you and I, it's funny you bring that up. Didn't GSP beat him when he first started out? No, I don't think he fought GSP. Somebody, somebody beat him at welterweight. I remember we, you and I watched it, but he was so big, and I was like, man, there's no way this dude is a welterweight, you know. And and now here he is in, in light heavyweight. But you know, I hope it's a good fight. I hope, uh, I hope, uh, you know, someone gets knocked out. Yeah, I mean that's the reason why I want Johnson to win. It's just because I like knockout artists more than I like the take him to the ground and lay on him. Like I've seen a lot of DC oh, so fights where he just like lays on the guy. He doesn't. Like, I mean, he, he throws, throws elbows. He's not, he's not full with like the lay and pray. Is that what they call it, Tony? It, yeah, it's lay and pray. He yeah, doesn't do he that doesn't. though. He doesn't do that if you watch the fight. I was just watching him today. He doesn't yeah, no, I mean, do he's that. not a full lay and pray. But this, I mean, he's not really. He doesn't really knock people out, and that's what I'm looking for. But I mean, I'm really just honestly. I'm not that. Mad. I think DC is going to win for what it's worth. I'm just rooting for Anthony. Johnson. I get it. That's a lot. A lot I don't of people get upset about no. my rooting interest. I'm not getting upset, Jared. This is part. Of, what do you want me to sit here and pat you on the ass the whole time? I'm, I'm giving an opinion. This is a radio show. Have you forgotten? I'm yeah. just. I'm talking here. I mean, whose style do you like more, Frank? I like DC style. And I, I just think that you're a little either misinformed or you're just speaking to speak. I think if you watch the fights, you look. Yeah, he doesn't knock people out. He's not a knockout artist like Rumble. But if you watch him, he's pushing even against Rumble in their first fight. He comes forward. He's throwing bombs. He th- for a five eleven stout tank of a, a build that he has, he throws kicks to the head. He's, yeah, I he's mean, he's punching. Kind of he's a kicking. Freak. And then he also not only does this land prayer where he just throws a power double, which I'm not. A, I'm not against. But he'll do a single leg. He'll throw a, a then do a side sweeping trip. He'll he'll do a duck under and do big time high flying slams. I mean, he's an entertaining guy to watch. I don't know if you don't like wrestling. You I mean, it wasn't entertaining when he one fought Silva. No, that wasn't an entertaining fight. But you got to realize he was on short notice. He was going up. It was a high emotional fight for him, and that got yanked away from it the last time. He was yeah. just trying to make sure he wins. That was what a totally you, different. Style. You guys think if Johnson's going to win this, he has to knock him out like the first couple rounds? You think Johnson has a stamina to go five? For sure, no. I don't think he does at all. I don't, I think don't really either. He could go but... five if they were just standing around, uh, but not the way that Daniel, Daniel Cormier Isn't it fights. Crazy? No way. That's what DC looks like. He's out of shape. There's no argument about that. Like, I mean, he's obviously fucking jacked. Build, yeah. He's yeah, different. his build's it's a tank. A little, like more tank like you're like but he can seriously go 25 minutes easily oh for sure why don't you want some of these welterweights down there freaking people fight at 155 lightweights they get gassed after five minutes it's like this guy's carrying a hundred more pounds than you it doesn't make any sense to me well who better to talk to than joe about cardio and conditioning but if you just know him he's been doing this at an olympic level world-class level his whole life man making weight and and going high high pace for years and years and i think at some point just becomes Drilled and installed. Do you guys think when John Jones comes back, he fights DC? If John, let's say in the this hypothetical, Anthony Johnson wins, DC does he fight John Jones or is John Jones going to title shot off the rip? John Jones will get a title shot right off the bat, probably okay. for sure. He'll get a title shot, and it'd just be interesting though because if Rumble somehow does win, there's a um, underlying beef with Jones and Rumble because he had to pull out for the title fight. But there's also the DC John Jones, so it become which is the bigger draw, and do you still give it to? To Cormier because he has less shelf John life. John Jones left. is kind of an asshole. I was watching a uh, UFC documentary on Netflix. Everybody should check it out. I hate him. And he was just like, "Yeah, I poke people in the eye all the time. Like, I know it's legal. I just think it's like it's my thing. Like, yeah, I, I hate it. I hate John Jones as a as a fighter. I, I respect I mean, him as the best fighter of all time, possibly. But at the same time, I don't, his persona, which we I were like talking him about, what he I did don't to, like. uh, was it it was either Mashida or Shogun Rua, whoever beat Rashad Evans really bad. I think, he it was, came uh, in I think they Shogun. both did. I mean, they both did, but he jacked one of them up. I think it was Lloyd Machida. They jacked up, so that's why I was like John Jones. You just like him because he takes Viagra. I'm pro Viagra, and so is RSF. <laughs> so, yeah. We're actually sponsored by it. No. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh Joe, God. you've been awful quiet, Thanks. man. Come on, what's going on? So, so kind of an interesting article. Uh, it kind of has me worried. So, remember, remember that thing I brought up before the show, uh, the topic I want to do next week. A uh, little teaser alert. Uh, we can bring this up next week as well. But uh, so, Notre Dame's got a new strength conditioning program. I've been paying a lot of attention to it because that's that's the field I want to get into in a, in about a year here. Uh, new new head strength and conditioning coach. Um, whole, whole new system, and they've been tweeting and and. This, is this just a way to put yourself over, Joe? Are you putting yourself over right now? No, no, no. Like, so <laughs> they, kidding, uh, they just posted a little story on like the transformation of freshmen on campus for like two and a half months, right before and after pictures. And, uh, it's, it's kind of drastic and it has me a little worried. I'm not going to lie as, as an, as an avid Notre Dame fan and I, I'd stick up for him. It's a little alarming. <laughs> so we'll talk more next week. Well, fuck. Now I'm, I kind of want to nice know what it tease. is, but that is a nice. Anthony tease. Johnson's the money line favorite. A little bit. Yeah, it's because he has the knockout power. Like if he connects, he can. That was good. And it's because he's going off at uh, minus one twenty-five for fans that don't know what that means. You have to bet a hundred to uh, or one hundred twenty-five to win a hundred. And DC is actually in the net uh, red too, as I'd like to call it, at minus one hundred five, meaning it's a hundred five dollars to win a hundred. So there's not even an underdog really. So it's a push. Yeah, it's pretty much a push. Yeah, well, you could do that. So, is anyone taking not root, just rooting for Rumble, or is anyone picking Rumble? I can't pick him. I can't pick Rumble. DC to win, doesn't get knocked out easy enough. Chance. You know what I mean? Like he's got a tough enough chin to withstand some blows. I'm like, he's gonna have to get real lucky on a shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see it going sim- similar to the twice. first, similar to the first fight without the first round. I don't think DC gets dropped uh, like he did in the first time. No, I I see it more of. Um, Unfortunately, I see it more going his way as the last main event with Tyrone Woodley and uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. I see it really? more along the lines of like just playing patty cake for five rounds. DC is going to stay. Oh, I mean, DC—they no both way. like coming forward. I, lo- I obviously want him to brawl, but like DC is going to watch out for that shot and just wait for Johnson to get tired and take him down. I mean, that's what the, I no, would do. I know the reason why I just I kind of gave that reaction to it is I'm not pissing on your on your fire. I'm just. Uh, it's funny because Cormier was doing the interview. I've been watching this build up very closely, and he he referenced to the Tyrone Woodley and Wonder Boy fight, <laughs> and he said, uh, he goes, yeah, like what you saw in the last fight, last main event with those two, they were pretty much sparring. He's like, you don't have to worry about that with me and Rumble. And so I just thought okay, it was funny good. he used that as an example, I, and he I, he did too, but in the opposite d- way. Honestly, we're gonna talk strategy wise. If I was DC, that's what I'd do. I'd just stay away from the punch until John's got tired and take him down a couple times. The only way he's losing is to get knocked out. You just got to stay out of that ring. Yeah, but that's not DC, man. He's going to close that distance yeah. and power him down. But I can't that wait. Was, that was the strategy in Rocky Three, you know? Just let Clubber Lang swing and swing and swing. And then when he got tired, Rocky just jumped all over him. Hell yeah. So now we're re- referencing fictional <laughs> movies? Yeah, Joe has to drop a Rocky. Whoa, 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 whoa. That was real. <laughs> Rocky was real. Yeah, Tom Cruise is a great bartender who also can fly plane, fly planes. Jesus. Okay, so we kind of we kind of went farther than I thought with it. I'm glad you guys got some spark. Yeah, I was going to say one Realistic. thing Go about ahead. that Go is ahead. part of the reason I think that Johnson, I said because of his power, he's a slight favorite, and it's because when you look at DC, he's had eight UFC fights. Five of them have ended in a decision. So it's one of those where... His fights normally go to a decision. Yeah, when something fishy like this happens, you got to think Vegas. They might be cooking the books on this one, bro. Vegas always seems to have a creepy way of knowing what's going on, so it's going to be... I mean, yeah, that's how they make their money, but I'm just saying when it's something like this, like there might be a dive out there tonight or something. No. No. You're talking about Cormier. It's because the way the betting line works is based off of... It moves based on how people are betting. Oh, so it's not the opening line I'm looking at. Yeah, you're looking at the current line, which that moves based on how people are betting... 
Which, like, when Ronda Rousey fought Amanda Nunez, people who knew MMA knew Amanda Nunez was probably going to win that fight and had the upper hand. I love her, but by the way. people knew Ronda Rousey. That was the name recognition. So she got a lot of money bet on her, even though people who knew MMA figured she was the underdog. In this fight, you're looking at people who are probably betting on the fight, going, and they're looking at the highlights, and they see all these highlights of Johnson just knocking dudes out left and right. And they're like, oh, man, he's just got to hit this guy one time. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll put money on him, especially on a close line like that. That's one of your better points you've made in a couple weeks, Tony. I like that. That's you know what's really good. I just, make a lot of good points. While we're talking about fighting still, it's crazy how, like, Stephen Thompson and Tyron Woodley are both great fighters. But that fight sucked, you know? It's crazy how you can be this I amazing. I mean, technically... It no, was, it sucked, Tony. I don't want to hear... It sucked tech- from uh, an entertainment standpoint. But technically, it was a technically sound fight because they were making sure that they did not put each other... In a position where the other could hurt them. All right. Yeah, but after which turns f- into a boring fight, entertaining. Well, after three rounds right. of that's that, like, though, you got to just go yeah, at it, man. Everybody likes watching a pitching duel too. No, it was horrible, and like it's crazy. The point I was trying to make before I was really interrupted with some stupid ass things by Tony. Like it's weird how when you're a fighter, not only do you have to be good at the craft of fighting, but like if you want to rise and succeed in the UFC, you also have to make your fights. Like, interesting. Like, if Johnson had barely squeaked by Glover Teixeira, this is a shot that he doesn't get this title fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. He knocked him out in 13 seconds. Everybody, oh, shit. People love knockouts, you know? Yeah. Like, it's crazy how you have to be a performer and good at your sport. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. It's one of those where, I mean, John Fitch is a perfect example of this. He was a guy who fought welterweight for a long time for the UFC, and he went on, like, an eight-fight ring streak before he got a title shot. And at that point, there was guys who were only on, like, who won like two, three fights in a row and they were getting title shots, but it's because they were knocking out and submitting guys. And so then they got a shot at GSP and John Fitch is just going out there wrestling, taking guys down, working them on the ground, not getting a finish. There, and there's a bunch of those cases, man. Yeah. Ben, ben Askren yeah. would be another one. He was a guy, he's a, I think he's a champion somewhere else now, but he just wasn't very Yeah, guys who can, uh, who just basically yeah. lay and pray. It's just weird how you have to not and only be good at your craft, but be good at yeah. another craft, too. And that's why no one else knows their name, as Troy would say. But anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we talked about that a lot. So anyway, we'll just touch real quick on the on the co-main. Um, Weidman, he lost two in a row. He's a kind of a household name with the UFC. Most people know who Weidman is. He's fighting Musasi. Um, uh, if he loses this one, it could be his third loss in a row. I know he's a fan favorite. People are talking about maybe him possibly being under suspicion of getting cut if he loses. I don't think that will happen because he's so well-known, but it's possible. But I'm taking Musasi. He's a more well-rounded fighter. I don't think uh, I don't think Weidman can pull the wrestling game for the whole fight. Uh, this guy's like a like a national championship boxer, I heard. Did a little research, and I think Musasi. And m- most fighters actually are picking Musasi to win, too. So I'm going to have to side with the guys who know what's really going on. I'm actually going to be incomplete. As far as we were different the last fight, I'm completely agreeing with you on this one. I don't... Weidman had his like, moment in the sun, and he, I, he should have rode off into the sunset. He just doesn't have it anymore. You know, sometimes you lose it. I can't explain why. Nobody can. Father Time's undefeated. Maybe he started boozing too much when he beat Silva twice. I don't know, but... I think, I think Weidman I think the competition just came up, and uh, G, not GSB, uh, Bisbing made a point um, on his his podcast too. If you really look at Weidman, I can't name all the names. Tony would be better at than me, but if you really look at his road to success, it wasn't very hard. He kind of was at the right place at the right time. Then he fights Anderson Silva, and you know we all know what happened. He beat him the one time when he got cocky. Silva did, and then he snapped his leg. Silva snapped his leg on the other one when he checked a kick. 
And after, I mean, he didn't really do much after that. Luke Rockhold pieced him up because he had never really fought anybody that good. Yeah, and we saw what Bisbing did to Rockhold. Bisbing, you know, like, yeah, so it's just hindsight being. I think he was just overblown. He's a New York guy. He's well known. Well, he dethroned Anderson Silva. He's still a Kingslayer. Right? Yeah, he, Kingslayer. But I'm just saying, I think he was more the product of the moment. But yeah, I think he loses tonight. I agree, product of the moment, but probably also product of all that money he got after beating Silva. You know? That's true he too. Maybe he started anymore. eating those hot dogs in the corners in New York or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. Street meat. Street meat. For our New York fans, I've always wanted a New York hot dog. I've had one in Nashville. I've had one in Seattle. You know, I'm a hot dog guy. Yeah. I mean, here's uh, my I like thing. Chris Weidman. Yeah, it's okay. If you want to look at Chris Weidman, seems like a good enough guy. I like Honey Nut Cheerios. That doesn't mean I'm picking him in the fight. I mean, well, Chris... if Honey Nut Cheerios is a fighter, maybe I would pick him. Guys, he's on his way from Washington. <laughs> Chris Weidman got his shot against. Uh, Anderson Silva knocked him out. Next fight, yes, Silva broke his leg, and that's how Silva lost the fight. So I won. But then Weidman went on to beat Loyola Machida and knock out Vitor Belfort. Yeah, that was right when B- Vitor was coming off the saw the 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 testosterone. He was looking yeah, a bit sloppy. Had man, t- he, he's yeah. come a long way, but. And Loyola was way better at 205. He just that cut down to 185. Like I said, he's a good fighter, man. He seems like a good guy. He's a family man. I just think that he's kind of going to be uh, shown to, yeah. I shown like to be person, what he is. I like the person, Chris Weidman. I like what he represents, and I hate Anderson He's Silva, a good guy. He's an all-American dude. He comes out with the flag. Tonight. Yeah, he's probably going to get choked out. I mean, yeah, I definitely Say think... Say it with your chest, Tony. I'm just saying. I Weidman... Thought, am I the new re- resident? Am I the house supervisor of the no. UFC on this show? Musasi has a chance. Definitely, and Musasi is. I would hope Musasi is a great fighter, <laughs> but the problem is, is I've seen him go out there against guys who he should have easily dominated, and he loses the fight. He's a guy who, if his head's not right, he ain't winning a fight. So he needs to jerk off before the fight, get his head right. <laughs> if that's what he needs to do to get his head <laughs> right, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where Weidman's a guy who, yes, he's knocked out Anderson Silva. He's knocked out Vitor Belfort. He has knockout power. Sure. I, I think that he's got a shot. I think I don't think it's he, gonna be some he was, blowout. He was beating Yoel Romero until he got caught. It was close. Yeah, he was winning, but he was it wasn't like he was dominating yeah. him. It was just arguable. Okay. Well, Tony, I, while you're on a tangent, I want to keep you going on it, <laughs> but with more fun stuff, because some of these people that are we're talking to don't necessarily know about Wyman and stuff, but they do know about boobs. <laughs> And uh, on the f- uh, fight card tonight, two women will be fighting. Pearl Gonzalez, guys, Googler, will be facing Cynthia Calveo, right? Yes. And there's a little bit of controversy about this fight because the New York State Athletic Commission wasn't going to want to let Pearl Gonzalez, Googler, fight. She looks like a slut, guys. And uh, so, Frank, you can't just say you saw one picture of a bikini. It makes her a slut. That's look at the picture and let the people decide. So they wanted to not let her fight. Joe, I want to hear your thoughts on this, too, because she had fake tits, breast implants. But now she is fighting and she's fighting this other chick and she's got fake boobs. And it's just a cool story to talk about on a mostly male based podcast. So boobs and fighting. I mean, that kind of actually goes to with my my trick question I'm about to ask you guys in a little bit, but uh, what do you guys do you think like about the fake boobs or real boobs? <laughs> no, like I'm just what do you, what do you think about? All like, first done. of all, I have to, we have to hear the story from Tony about what okay. really happened. Just, I just heard boobs and fighting. So I came running. Yeah. So what happened was yesterday, um, 
there were reports that this fight was being pulled from the card because of the fact that it is against the New York State Athletic Commission rules for a fighter to have breast implants. Well, it is in the rules for boxing that a female boxer cannot have fake or uh, cannot have breast implants due to the w- risk of rupture. There's no such regulation though on the MMA side. So that's where there was kind of the confusion where they're saying, "Oh, she's off the card because of this." And then the UFC's like, "Well, hold on, let's talk about this." So the UFC talked to him. The athletic commission had their doctor review the information and talk to uh, Pearl Gonzalez's doctor and it's all gotten worked out. She's back on the card. The fight's back on the card. And I just thought, and we just kind of want to talk about it cause it is kind of an interesting thing. Like, Oh yeah, I have a take on it. I want to hear Joe first. Because of the quiet. fact that it was like, Oh, well she can't fight because of breast implants. Like that's the weirdest reason you we've ever heard for not there not being a fight. That is strange. <laughs> Joe, what do you think? I, I'll go after you. <laughs> Jerry left I think it's uh. I think it's one of those things where it, I don't know like what what is it what is this becoming like a sex appeal type thing you know what I mean like like it, to me it's just starting to turn into like the whole WWE thing letting these females fight and shit and uh, <laughs> I mean it, oh no, I mean, and what I said earlier was bad <laughs> no I mean come on man I mean what, you, girls you know, shouldn't be allowed know, to I fight don't really agree with you guys know I don't really agree with uh you know females fighting and females in the infantry type wow. stuff wow um you didn't back me earlier i'm not backing you on this you're anti women no a lot of people have this stance they, I, they just don't like wow. seeing the women really fight they think it's like too demonic to see two girls go well, that's at just it. wrong that is wrong wow. i honestly didn't even no. know what you're trying to get at earlier yeah right okay i'm just being i'm teasing you i kind of agree with you but i, I actually like the women fighting but keep, <laughs> keep going I don't think they should be able no, to drive, but they should be able. To, they should be able to fight. I think they do need to draw the line. I'm like, listen, are you are you going to be a fighter? Or are you going to go get fake boobs and uh, come up here looking like a stripper? You know what I mean? Like, it, there, there, there's there, there, there's got it. There's got to be some regulation here. You know what I mean? Guys don't come up there with fucking, uh, you know, fake dicks. You know, in their in their pants, like you know, having having their cock oh. down the leg, looking like a massive porn star or some shit. Like that's not what it's about. Well, that's because they're they dehydrated look. from uh, weight cutting. Well, the thing the thing is, what I had to say to this, my it's point just, is, it doesn't give them any advantage. You know, like if anything, it hurts you. You have weight on your body that you can't cut. You're gonna have exactly like exactly. I mean, so you actually can it? cut it, but like you. If you look at most women UFC fighters, they have pecs. They really don't even have. They worked out so much, they've worked most of the fat and the mammary glands down. You know what I'm saying? So like, Jerry getting scientific. Like, I don't get why it'd be illegal. Like, it's only to your disadvantage. You're talking about a sport where you could get punched in the face and die. Like, people have died in that ring, and you're worried about a titty exploding. It's just ridiculous. It's just fuck. It's probably just some old white Republican was just like, I don't want to see no bitches with big titties in there or something. Well, does stupid. it hurt? Oh, now here's a question. This is just playing the no, devil's I, advocate. That, that's not what I'm trying to say either. I, I think, I think Jerry, you're completely right, man. Like it that really, it really doesn't make a difference. But it, does it, pop, does it cushion their boob. chest? Does it cushion their chest? Does it hurt to get punched in a fake boob? We don't know that. Does it block? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm just playing the devil's well, advocate. I mean, sometimes the like, implants actually below, you know, they put it up underneath. So like, to give you more real though, feeling. Like, what, what is the UFC putting up with here? You know, I mean, what is it becoming? Pretty soon, this whole thing's gonna be like WWE. You're gonna have all these sluts fighting in the cage with uh, fake tits and shit. And then, uh, you know, off we go. UFC's a fucking joke. And then Bellator takes over, and we'll wave UFC bye bye. You know? Yeah, but the UFC isn't scripted like WWE. I mean, this is like, and talent is always gonna win. This at is the a end very of the day. well. We case. just talked about corrupting a fucking scale. So you tell me, Tony. 
Yeah, I'm not so sure. I mean, you put Amanda Nunez in there with some big-tittied bimbo. I mean, she's going to find out the hard way what it means. I see where you're going. Yeah, I don't know whether to agree with you or not. I mean, I, part of me wants to just I, fist I'm bump not, you, but really part of me is also up. questioning what you're talking about. I'm not, I'm not saying come up with a rule that I'm just saying, like, like well, I, I don't understand, like, why, like, like the like the whole image thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, either you're going to be a fighter or, or you're going to be a porn star. Like, pick I one. Mean, you know I what I mean? Like, go go get, go get into a city but... magazine or, or come in here and be a fighter. Like, why are you screwing around with the fake tits and shit? I, I, I just don't but, get it. That is, that's a good question is why, if you wanted to be a fighter, would you get fake tits when you know it's going to be to your disadvantage? Like, you know in some states exactly. they have rules yeah. against it and stuff like that. But, like... I mean, she has them. It's your own choice. You know what I mean? You can try to be a... You lose your arm and fucking doing something dumb snowboarding. You can still try to be a fighter. You're going to get knocked out, but you can try to do it. You know what I mean? Who cares? Dude, they I, can do whatever the fuck they want. I I, I mean, I, I frankly, the why, we, I don't really care. The only reason why this I'm is a story saying, is so we can gonna, fucking just see your pictures that shit. You're going to see girls up there with skimpy-ass shit. I mean, half the time, uh, Ronda Rousey fought. She almost had boob slips. Uh... You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, it's just, this is going to turn into a show, man. That's all I'm saying. It's going to turn into some, some stupid show, and, and the whole, what UFC used to be years ago uh, is, is going to be a joke. And, and that's, that's, what, that's, all, that's my opinion, man. You wow. guys can take it or leave it, whatever you want. I'm not taking a stance on whether or not they should allow fake tits or not. Because it seems like you are, like, frankly, though. <laughs> but frankly, it doesn't matter. Like, for, like Jerry said, if you want to get scientific with it, if you want to get down, down to the bare bones, it really doesn't matter. He's mad. But personally, I think that that five years from now, the UFC is going to be a complete joke, and we're going to we're going to be singing a different tune. I I get what you're saying, but I personally think that in the women's division, it's going to be people like Nunez that don't, I mean, she's going to dominate for her next for the next three four years, maybe. I think this is just you know an anomaly. Joe, I just man. got a quick question for you. Are there some kids you need to get off your lawn right now? Yeah, get <laughs> off my lawn, guy. No, I get it. The NFL is extremely image conscious too. Like, getting well, that's what I'm saying. I was just going to make that, that point. Get that damn ball off my fence. Uh, this is what <laughs> this is what kind of frustrates me with sports uh, in general. But UFC, like tonight, we're going to watch this fight, and the chicks are going to come out there and fight, and we're not going to hear a word about it, even though it would it would bring people's attention more to a sport that that is constantly seeking attention. We're not going to hear about that. Just the same way we don't hear about what John Jones did. Everyone always says, "Oh, we all know." Like, despite the stuff, it's like, well, we know what the stuff is, man. Like he. Did a bunch of coke and did a hit and run, but no one ever talks about it publicly, you know. So we're not going to hear about this. I so that's why I kind of think the opposite of what Joe's saying. I don't think it's going to turn into a show. I think this is just a one-time thing that you can make a little bit of money off of, but you're not going to hear about it. And we just happen to stumble across just, the story. Unless you're an absolute freak when it comes to making weight, I can't. I can't imagine there being too many. I, I don't think the problem, Joe. I get the problem Joey's worried about, but I don't see it actually becoming a problem. I disagree. Right. With it's the like premise a, that it's going to get worse in like five years. Yeah. The thing is, there aren't enough women competing at a high enough level. I think the women's going to go by the wayside someone as it is. There's seriously, even Joe Rogan, UFC commentator, has said, like, watching the girls fight is a little weird for me. And freaking, uh. Well, he doesn't other... stop him from commentating him. You know, he still does it. Yeah, no, but it's just... I don't have any problem with the women fighting. I really don't. I think it's kind of cool. And I think Amanda Nunez is bad. I just think it's cool. I don't really. I mean, as much as I'm, you know, as much stuff as I talk and, you know, anti and kind of lean towards the right, like, you know, I, I don't mind it, you know? I mean, well, yeah, I mean, do here's the want. thing with the women fighting it, in our society. We're always, you know, it's always men fight. Women don't. And so the first time you see two women fighting, it is a little like off putting at first. But then it's like when I'm watching them, I'm like, wow, this woman is a great technical fighter now. And it's one of those things where we watch it a couple times. It's like, the first time you see two people fight is also weird 
Because you haven't seen that level of violence before. Oh, so you're saying we're going to become anesthetized to this. Yes. Well, it's the same thing with anything else. I don't see why it's a problem with women. I mean, I don't... At first, it used to be weird to be anything, gay or anything like that. Now we see it all the time in this year we live in, and we don't think anything about it. It's the same thing. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just, yeah, at just first, could. it was a little strange, but now it's just like, like oh, there's two like dudes always, making out over there. It's like, oh, good. Like I always say, just because it's allowed doesn't mean it's okay. Okay. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. See, now me and Joe are both in some hot water. Good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've always taken the stance. This is me backing you up, Frankie. Yeah, I'm getting into trouble People with should you. be allowed yes, to do whatever thank they you. want. I don't really give a fuck. Like, if two girls want to fight, but like... We just went against women. Put out a all female fight card and see how many people watch it. Like, sports are about making money. You know what wow. I mean? Wow, we're we're uh, making some heat on this show today. Yeah, everything Frank and Joey says a little bit of off base, but well, this is you know, come on. No, we're I, just, all, I, just think, all, I just think women should stick to basketball. It's a epi- girl it's, sport, anyway. Thank you. It's episode forty for God's <laughs> sakes. They should make they should make basketball a like it's like volleyball. It's a girl only sport. Basketball they, is so gay. There's men's volleyball. And they should have to wear burkas while they play. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, see, that's having fun. That's hyperbole. We have fun on this show. We're definitely going to have to do some editing this <laughs> no, week. We're, but... Dude, we're having fun. Let me no, and Joe um, play. But I don't know. So anyways, the point being, um, I'm taking the chick with the fake tits, and that would be Pearl Gonzalez. I had never seen either one of them fight, Gerard but I'm picking her. You can, you can quote this. It's pro titty. We're going for the girl with the fake tits. And if you guys Google her, you'll see why. Save the I am cans. I'm down with all that. And I also think women should be allowed to expose their brave breasts in public. I don't see what's wrong with that either. Pearl Gonzalez. She's fighting tonight, and she's going to hopefully I don't know win. why that's a right we have to fight for, but I'm down. Pearl Gonzalez. Okay, so you guys ready for this fun topic? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take uh, Cynthia Calveo, though. Okay. Because she's yeah, actually no. fought in the UFC before. <laughs> okay. I should, have, I should have known that before I made my pitch. <laughs> you should have actually looked up the fighters instead of looking at their pictures. Frank. I was so Like focused. I said, pro titty. <laughs> um, See, that's what I'm talking about. We got, we, got so, we got so wrapped up in her boobs, we don't even know if she's going to win the damn fight. <laughs> yeah, so we're kind of just marked out for titties, I guess, didn't we? Pro titty, Krasi. That's all you need to know. Yeah. I'll, 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 Jerry, I'm with you. Fine. I think okay. this show has just gone completely off the rails. This is. I'm having a great time. But uh, if we I were mean, to just talk to Red Wings, we'd be fine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, we're at 35 no. minutes. Oh, just a show just... announcement. We're not talking Red Wings again until the season starts next year, for sure. Oh my god. Oh, we'll talk. On. Well, we'll talk before then. Just not for a couple weeks. Just not for a couple weeks. Come so, what's your fun topic, Frankie? Okay. Well, I didn't expect us to be having Racism, this. Racism? Does it still exist? <laughs> Yeah. I didn't. This is almost forty the minutes. The Holocaust was it real? Hold on, we might have to call an audible because unless you guys want to do it, I, I did not think we'd be having this much fun with the UFC and the, the titties and all this stuff. And uh, I <laughs> thought we were a forty-minute abortion right now. I thought hey, we were going to be Frank's, killing time. In Frank's defense, I just watched the Dave Chappelle stand-up. Boys, we're doing just fine right now. Okay. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're doing, dude. We're that be, stand-up was amazing. Okay. <laughs> all right, we're talking about sports, not stand-up. Although Dave Chappelle did kill at Netflix. Yeah, he, he crosses the line and talks about all kinds of crazy shit. So yeah. the stuff we're saying doesn't even compare. I'm just, I'm, I'm, we're not talking about Sam. I'm just saying we're, we're going to be all right, boys. <laughs> For sure. Well, so it's kind of... I'm going to be all right because I don't say shit like you. I oh think God. we'll just have to save this for a day when it's slower in sports because I didn't think we were going to take 40 minutes. I had a, I had a question. Go I'm, with the funny question, Frank. I've been waiting for 40 minutes. Okay, I was just going to say I wanted to go around the room just for a little change of pace. 60 flex. Uh, Give me to 100. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to just challenge each of us to present a story and in about three minutes or less, maybe three to five minutes, a story that has to involve sports, a hot chick, a fight, 
or the cops or a combination of all of those. What? Just a three to five minute story that would entertain the people to give them something to know about us. Oh, about uh, ourselves? Give us your best story about ourselves that you oh, have. Oh, I got the perfect story. Sports, hot chick, fight, the cops, or all combinations. Give me your best one. Joe wants Dude, to go first. Got, That's what I'm I got saying. the best one. Three Can to five first? minutes. The stage is yours. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, perfect. So this one involves the cops and a fight Hell and sports. All right. So I'm, I'm in the clear, right? Well, you're, you're in me, the let's clear. Let's use some fake names or something. Say I saw this. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you're talking about already. I, I yeah, I was gonna say I think I know where you're going with this one. <laughs> Dude, remember you okay, still you so, have that security credential. Dude, fucking tell the story. All right, all right, all right. So it's episode Detroit, forty. The Detroit Red Wings had just won the Stanley Cup in 2008. Uh, I'm I'm talking like had just won the game. About 30 minutes after the game, a, a really good friend of mine, I, I get a hold of him. Uh, <laughs> And, and, you know, he's, he's hammered and everything. He's off at a, another party. I, I'm sure it was a really dark his, time in his life for what it's worth. I believe yeah, I was with his, you and we may brother, have split a half. I uh, split a bottle of R&R. Hey, tell it, it, tell it, this is an individual. Sp- go, go ahead and tell the story. Sorry about that. So, so his, his brother was sitting right next to me, who I, whom I just watched the game with. Uh, and been drinking he, heavily. He, he, he looks at his phone and says, holy shit, he's about to fight so-and-so. Uh, so my friend who's about to fight so-and-so. Uh, they're about to fight up at the high school, and the Red Wings oh. just won. I'm I'm taking shots of uh, uh, what was it, Tony R and R? Yeah, R and R, rich and okay, rare. So I, I was God. with Tony, so I'm gonna name drop that one. So I was with Tony, and we're we're taking shots of Canadian whiskey, uh, <laughs> cheap Canadian whiskey, cheap 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 Canadian whiskey whiskey, and uh, and I'm like, okay, well let's go watch uh, let's go watch this guy fight, and so so we go up to the high school. Uh, you know, it's like the shittiest fight I've ever seen in my life. Like it was like 50 punches thrown and didn't hit anything. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden the cop cop, you know, comes around and starts shining his floodlight on the field and we, we all scatter. Right. And then next thing I know it's, uh, Tony, were you with me? Yeah, I was with you. I was, was there. Was my, was my friend with me? I came you, later. Tony? Yes. Oh, <laughs> so we were. We run over to what we used to call Devil's Trail. Uh, It's over by a bike path. And so we're running down there. We take like a big loop and we're on Devil's Trail behind the trees. And the cop like comes back down uh, around the block and then drives by Devil's Trail and starts shining his light in that area too. And I'm like, how the fuck could he possibly know we were back here? God damn it. Uh, So then, you know, it's called uh, deductive reasoning from the direction we were running. Uh, that, yeah, probably that I was hammered. So, uh, you know, obviously I wasn't thinking straight. Um, and so we, we continued to, to kind of take the, the, the long way home and eventually we get back and then, uh, and I think we continue to drink. And then later on that night, uh, there was another confrontation between another friend, uh, and, and another dude, uh, in which whom I, I ran down the block in nothing but boxers to stop that fight. And then, uh, and I got in between those guys, and they're both like, "Those are on two separate days, Joe. Those are two separate nights. Those, those, are, two, those and... are like months apart." Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, I'll talk about you and Lazinski. Yeah, Lazinski <laughs> listens to this show, but yeah, it's funny that you just dropped both of our names. But Lazinski does listen to the show. So funny. I just all I remember is I'm like hammered, drunk, and nothing but my boxers. Yeah, you that's know, it's so. Locked down the street and standing in between you guys, you're about to fight. You both just look at me like, "Dude, are you naked right now?" And I kind of broke the ice. Yeah, we. Were, yeah, he thought I was yeah, trying to bang I kinda, his. Kind of am naked. So now right Joe now. basically got two stories. Self-incrimination being what it is. You know, I want to chill. Well, hold on. I got I to gotta finish that because Lazinski does listen to the show. So I'll give him.
give him a shout out. Aaron Lezinski listens to the show. So does his dad, Mark. And uh, yeah, he thought I was trying to get with his girlfriend at the time. It was a funny story. But yeah, Joe showing up in his boxers kind of broke the tension. And me and Lezinski are still boys to this day. But yeah, that was a different day. But same era, same, same summer. summer. Same yeah, that was the same drinking bender. So yeah, that's it. I had to have gotten naked that night, though. Oh, of course. You, you happen to do that a lot, actually. Yeah. But, anyway. But we love yeah, it. So that was, that's a good one. Was, I forgot about that. I thought you were going with it. At first, we started telling the story. I thought you were going with the more recent story of when you were in town. Um <laughs> With the cops oh, and fighting oh, no. with when when one, oh. one of our, I thought you were going there, but then you said 2008. That's that. I'm glad oh, I, I like taking trips down memory lane like that. That was good. That was a long time. But anybody else like to share something oh, for the people? I got one. Okay, Tony, you got to be concise though. Yeah, I will. So I'll take you back to fall 2006. <laughs> oh boy. Um, it was during rush for the Greek organizations. I went to. Uh, dodgeball event between us that was hosted by a sorority and a fraternity uh one of they at first we just kind of picked teams even them up and everything and then the sorority decided they wanted to play guys against girls for the last game oh god and so the game was about two minutes long the girls are down to one girl left and the guys (laughs) had pretty much everybody left on the court and so this girl decides well I know I'm not going to hit any of these guys, so I my strategy for defense is I'm going to say, I bet you won't hit these and lift my shirt up and flash her tits. Okay. And, of course, one of the guys in the fraternity blasted her right in the face <laughs> with a dodgeball. While her cans were out? Yes. That's pretty great. That's a good story. Were they nice titties? They're all right. Okay. Well, that's good. Dodgeball is a sport. There's titties. And she got... Got hit in the face. I thought that was, you were going to talk about something else, but that was a good story. Gerard, a four-year alum of Michigan State, a party <laughs> connoisseur. Yeah, you got to muster one up for the fans to get to know you Fight, a little better. Women, booze. I mean, I got it all. In Sports. One I, was like, I was like, dude, are you like, are you like trying to like do a, like a countdown through give, a list, like a bracket? Yeah, give like us something good. Not just you burning a couch, or no couch burning. We know you did that every weekend. Okay, no STDs because so you know we had those every weekend at State. You Come know, on. I, <laughs> Statue limitations and whatnot, and like future employees aside, this one's just kind of funny. It's not anything too serious. So, the first, okay. I had a rough first week at state, as people know. Like, I was drinking a lot. Like, <laughs> there might have been some, uh, nothing on my record per se, but there might have been a little involvement with the police. Well, being the, you know, go getter that I am, does that stop me from drinking? Of course not. You know, no, no frontal cortex development, drinking, feeling emotion. I have two weeks before I'm going to be on 90 days of uh, no drinking, pretty much. I don't know how to say that. Uh, random breathalyzers, PBTs. But um, so we go to a party at a good friend of mine's house. And like all good parties at state, you know, there's bitches getting everything's going fine. And then all of a sudden, woo woo! Bitches. Woo woo! Here comes is that, the is that supposed to be a police siren? What? Yeah. That's supposed to be the police? Yeah, woo woo! <clears throat> okay. But okay, like so it. the cops come and like me being who I am was like, oh shit, I keep going down again. I ain't going back. And so little did I know they were just coming to break it up and tell everybody to go home. I would have been totally fine staying. So I start trucking it, trucking it through the woods and fucking, I get to a fence and I'm so drunk. Like, I think I can make it. I didn't make it. Blow out my knee right on it. Fall over. Obviously, I'm still not to the sidewalk. <laughs> Another big fence. Fall over that. And then I finally get to the street. I've been there for two days, and I have no idea where I am. So now I have to fucking use my cardinal sense of direction to figure out I need to go south to the campus. Anyways, I found somebody else uh, 
I'm not gonna name drop him, but he took me back to his apartment, and saved my life that day. But yeah, who was it? Uh, Steve Sims. Oh okay. I, I, he, uh, think, I, I found think he him listens, walking, so. and yeah, he fucking took me home. And if it wasn't for him, I literally probably just been lost there for like hours. I could have frozen to death or something. Also, the next night, the cops came to party and I had it in a closet. Okay, I was expecting. Why, a do, I, why do I know who Steve Sims? He graduated with me. Right. Shout out to oh, Steve okay. Sims. Even well, I don't, don't want to get too graphic with these. Some people have gone a little far. Was this sister Maria? Yep. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, good. Those were good. Three good stories. I'm glad that didn't take as long as I thought. And those are really good. I like taking trips down memory lane like that. That's nice. And it it gives the fans a little little bit of uh. Frank, what's your story? Oh, this was meant for you guys, man. No one gets to know my my skeletons. All right, I'll tell one. So, (laughs) so uh, if you're gonna pull my leg. You must make me. I really don't have one scripted, man. There's so so many, but if I'm going to go by my own criteria with the sports and the fighting. God. And girls. And girls. You want me to give you a second? I got another funny story. One time okay, I, tra- I wanted to prove in a bet that the, this sleeping bag, which I found in our house, like I had no actual proof that it was rated up to like 30 degrees. So I had a bunch of people over for my friend's birthday party, and I wanted to prove to everybody that it's a sleeping bag. No instructions or anything. I just assumed that you could sleep outside with it. Fell asleep outside with it. Got so sick, I literally had to crawl inside. I lost my glasses, my car keys, everything. And I was so sick when I got in, I threw up, and I fell asleep in my own vomit. And that's when I knew that... Five o'clock isn't good for you? Maybe you should read the instructions. (laughs) Okay, that's a good Uh, one. I got another story about police. Well, this isn't... Let me tell mine, because we we can tell stories all day. This is supposed to be specific, but... All right, this is one of my go-tos. And I'll, I'll be concise, but this is one of my go-to stories when I talk about crazy times. So, for the people out there who do know Kevin Tarjeft, uh, <laughs> you know who he is. But if you don't, he is uh, he's a maniac and a lunatic. Uh, but I love him, and he, we have, he's been off. No one's seen him in a couple months, but um, I hope he's doing okay. <laughs> yeah, and, I wonder why. Yeah, so he's kind of off the grid. He's been he's gotten some red tape with some racial stuff on social media as of late. But... Uh, Anywho, so he didn't all he was always crazy, but um, he wasn't always this crazy in the sense that he would actually come out and, and engage in pro social behavior. So this is uh, this is back in 2008. We had just graduated and uh, yeah, 2009. Well, we had just graduated. And so uh, me and Tarja were hanging out a lot that summer and we were, you know, chasing chicks around and doing our thing and. Drinking and just just living life up, man. We just got done. We were on a good run. It's the last summer before college starts, and we're just having a good old time. So, I'm not gonna name the two girls' names because I probably couldn't even think of them. But we we had these two girls that we were talking to lined up, and um, we go to their house. Kevin's driving this this old shit ass blue pickup truck at the time. So we 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 got a thirty pack in the back of the truck, and we just have no care in the world. And we're going to chill with these chicks, and we're pounding the probably the whole cube. The whole 30-pack, just get hammered. We both get get our business done and we handle our business so to keep it PG. You know, we, we get our, our thing. And so <clears throat> once we're done, we're on to the next, and we're going to go to this next party. And so we're driving down Telegraph in this blue truck, and Kevin is just swerving back and forth and back and forth. And uh, what's that? Nothing. And we make, a, we make a right turn, and all of a sudden there's a cop behind us. <laughs> and uh, he lights us up, 
and we're like, oh, my God. And I had already been in a little bit of red tape with the law at this time as a juvenile. Kevin had two. His sh- okay, this, to back you up, he's got a, his shirt is off. Shirt is off from getting – he had just gotten laid. Shirt off. A big old dip and chew in his mouth. He's got no license no license on him, no wallet, no registration in the, in the glove box, no insurance. Shirt's off. Seatbelt unbuckled. I'm in the passenger seat just freaking, freaking out. Cop comes up. I'm like, Kevin, man, we're, we're, I'm, I'm telling Kevin when the cop's walking up. I'm like, man, we're screwed, dude. We're screwed. And he's like, no, no, chill out, chill out. And he was actually playing it really cool for as belligerent as we were. And so uh, not that drinking driving is good. But um, so it's very bad, actually. Very so, bad. So Kevin plays it cool with this cop. His uncle ends up being is like a high up cop in the, the Brownstown. And uh, he ends up with I mean, no shirt, no license, no insurance, nothing. Completely just bare thing in this shitty pickup truck. The cop decides to, that Kevin doesn't have his license on him. You drive because you have your license on you. You guys are good to go. And he just lets us go. And our whole life could have just went a totally different direction. I would to point out that all of these stories happened in international waters where Captain Law rules the day and, like, we can't be prosecuted anymore. <laughs> well, dude, this is, I mean, this is a long time Mine ago. Mine had man. nothing illegal in it. <laughs> I didn't, I mean, I was fine. Kevin was the one that was drunk. But, no, that was just a good story. I mean, there's a, a bunch of them, but that was just a really uh, adrenaline-filled moment. And, you know, I hope Kevin's doing okay. <laughs> but he just became an uncle. I just saw a picture on Facebook. But uh, oh, what's up? that's we're, scary. We're gonna do our tigers in like two and a half minutes. Well, okay, yeah, we can talk about that. So yeah, the tigers two and a half minutes are doing pretty good. They had a couple wins. But why don't you just walk us through your little extravaganza yesterday at opening yeah, day? Yeah, you were oh. at opening day. How was it? You look like Dude. hell. So I hope it was yeah. fun. I mean, I'm you can see Jerry's hairs all over the place. Is hung over. Yeah, yeah his hairs usually all over the place. It's the one. Uh, I don't know if other towns do it the same way we do, but it's the one day where all Detroit comes together and just from. Downtown to Midtown, you're just allowed to drink wherever you want. I mean, it's like, it reminds me of my college tailgating days. It's the one time I drink before noon. I break my one rule. You know, don't drink before noon, no liquor before dark. I'll break both those. But you know what was happening? There's people everywhere. There was what about city, Mexico? City was a buzz. International. Okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, what do you guys, do you guys have questions? Like, what? I don't. Did you see anybody? Who was the drunkest person you saw? Uh, I saw a guy vomit and then fall into it. And then had to be helped up. I saw uh, this guy who was getting kicked out of the alley. Like there, there's like this belt. It's this new little up and coming part of downtown. And uh, he was being escorted out for being too drunk. And he got loose from the security guard. And then like it was like, just don't hold me. Like I'll walk out. And he's walking out. And then uh, he kicks a trash can and then books it through a crowd. Like literally from an episode of Cops. <laughs> like he just blasts a trash can for no reason. Just an empty 55 gallon trash can. <laughs> plastic and just fucking runs away i guess we should throw in the fact that the tigers won right yeah the tigers won it's the tigers buzz. won again today it's the same thing as everybody's like oh yeah but our bullpen still sucks so we're gonna suck so it's the exact same story but i mean for those of you who have never been to opening day you should always it's something you should do i try to do it every other year it turned out to be a nice day for you guys and it was all right maybe i'll do it next year i've never done it maybe yeah jerry jerry even called off work for that one right first vacation yeah. day of the year. That's cool. Yeah, well, that's that's good. Everyone seemed to be having a good time. I, the most I could see is Snapchats, so it seemed yeah. like fun. So so the Pistons, or not the, the Pistons, Jesus Christ. The Tigers uh, are 3-1 and one right now. I mean, obviously they have about 2,000 more games to go, but... Uh, 158? Yeah, I was... 
Oh my god, I was making a joke. Uh, but they they got that rookie uh, Jacoby Jones. Wasn't he suspended all last year for drugs? Jacoby Jones sounds like a football player. I, think I don't know though. Maybe, I don't know. He wasn't in AAA last year. Didn't say it out loud. Yeah, but he he was in AAA because he was he was suspended. Yeah, Jacoby Jones, center fielder. He got a home run in the first game, uh, but he's got the most runs batted in at this at this point. But he looks pretty solid. Uh, he was he was like a top prospect, and he just couldn't play for a while. And then he went to AAA, uh, was killing it in AAA. The Tigers just wanted to wait and have him down there for the rest of the season last, last year because because uh, he was getting in a little bit of trouble. So uh, now that he's up this year, I mean, it could could be a good prospect on our hands for the Tigers. And uh, uh, we got we got some all right pitchers. We'll see what happens. Yeah, he got 50 games for a positive drug test. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Also, uh Was it was it was it PEDs or was it like recreational? Uh second positive test. I'm not I'm in the article now. All oh, right. We can talk about that a little bit. For next a drug week, of abuse. Yeah. Uh, for a drug of abuse. The steroids. So stuff. I don't think it was uh it was, yeah, it was it was recreational like cocaine or pot. Well, he was at LSU, so. Probably <laughs> pot then. <laughs> that yes. makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, it's just stupid because you know when you're going to get tested for those kind of things. But, yeah, I mean, at least it wasn't steroids. So that means that his, like, if he does start taking steroids, he's going to get even better. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> yeah. So, um, a teaser for next week. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking a little bit about steroids. And just controversy in general. Yeah, controversial things in sports. We got a couple things so far. Yeah. We're, we're going to pick Stero- a couple Stero- Yeah, steroids will be a big one because we're going to, you know, we're going to talk about that for a while. But then, you know, we'll go into some gambling. We'll go into some uh, some other controversy. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna brainstorm. Yeah, all don't give it all away. It's kind of a slow sports time for what it's worth. Don't give it all away. We gotta give it a little tease. But yeah, we. Got but I, I think I think this is gonna be a real good episode for it. I, you know, I, I think this is something the fans should look forward to. You know, I mean, I, you know, this is, it is a little slow in sports, but I think I think it's one of those episodes you can listen to and kind of kind of make your own Enjoy. arguments and make your own uh, uh, mind up as you, as you listen to us, uh, you know, go back and forth. Everybody yeah, this one was uh, lighthearted and fun. That one will probably be a little bit more... Uh, it's going to have more somber tone. Deep. It'll be deeper. It'll be a little bit more serious and factual. Show, but there's a lot of things that happen in sports that are not so fun. It's supposed to be an escape from reality, yeah. but sometimes... All it is yeah. is escapism so billionaires can get richer. And, there, and there's no hiding the fact there is controversy everywhere and there is corruption everywhere. And we'll get into it for sure. I can't wait to yeah. do it, actually. God bless and, America. But, um, and, and don't worry. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll make sure to skim over the current events real quick, too. So. For, yeah, right, we'll touch up we get out of happens. here, who do you guys got winning the Masters? I'm going Ricky Fowler off the rip. I love that little boy in his orange. Um, shoot, man, you got me uh, pinned into a corner. I really don't even have an answer, man. I'll have to just go, go with Fowler, too, because I really don't know. I would like to point out, though, one Sir Jordan Spieth is making a run and is not only two back at Charlie Hoffman. Wait, get, actually, give me a couple names in there. Charlie what Hoffman is uh, winning right now at six under. Is, what was Jordan Spieth's uh, four under, but he's played four more holes today. More Adam Scott's coming. Sergio Garcia's up there. Ricky Fowler's actually down. I'll to, take uh, Adam Scott. Minor. He looks like McConaughey. I'll take Adam Scott. All right. Jordan you know, Spieth is on a tater day. He has four birdies. You know, I was going to say, I know Ricky Fowler, when I was uh, at the gym yesterday, I was watching the Masters on the TV, and he was playing pretty good yesterday. So that would have been my pick. That's a nice plug by Tony that he's gotten back into the gym, and he's working out, and I'm proud of him, and I think we all are. So good for Tony. One week of going to the gym down. He's gone five days in a row. That's a nice plug by you, Tony. I like yeah, that. Yeah, way to go, Tony. Hey, man. for what it's worth, congratulations. <laughs> You're going to be in uh, better shape than Gerard in no time. If Tony gets so, within 20 uh, pounds of me, you're going to see me cranking iron like <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger in the 80s, bro. 
Oh, my God. You guys kill me. All right, so anything else we want to get off our chest or are we going to pay some bills? I had fun. I mean, also, talking about the Masters, I mean, there was one little crazy situation where Dustin Johnson uh, fell down the stairs and hurt his back. So he ended up pulling out of the Masters, basically showed up, got to the first team, was like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, it's crazy because he's such a competitor that you know that he had to be in some true pain. I was hoping he wasn't drinking when he fell down the stairs. I was I just going to say, I thought you guys were kidding about the stairs thing. What, was no, he, the dirt like at the hotel? He, or? Yeah, he fell down at the Masters. He probably Did was he? drinking. No, I don't think so. He's kind of like cleaned up a little bit. He's a bum. If you have to <laughs> He's ask. cleaned up since the cocaine suspension. Yeah, I like to give the guys the benefit of the doubt. So Is he, is he the one who's with uh, Pauline Gretzky? Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, why we had the, the great, great one. has a daughter with probably. a great ass. It's <laughs> probably. Mind yeah. I love that drop. Both those. Should probably make sure his head is, is good and clear for the meat. Yeah, I mean, it the, sucks because, uh, I mean, he's ranked number one in the world. He hits it farther than anybody else. I mean, we're going to break down his swing, but he gets his hands into a little bit of a different position. Like, he's the man. Yeah, well, that sucks he had to pull out. There's always next year, right? Or there's three more majors. Yeah. Yeah, there's three yeah. more majors this year, and then the Masters played every year. And we probably won't talk about him unless Tiger comes back. No, I'm just kidding. We'll, we'll talk about him, but. <laughs> yeah. I love golf. I like to play it. Um, but I I fucking let's, hate Tiger let's pay the bills, man. Episode guy, 40 yeah. was a success. Let's pay the bills and. Enjoy this beautiful Saturday like everyone else should. All right, if anybody's still listening after... Uh, yeah, and to the fans out there, I'm about to play the AFC donkey. Championship in our Madden League, so I need your help, love, and support. You know, one game at a time, one day at a time. Swamp Dog. Good game, good game, good game. <laughs> that was a great right. show. Love y'all. <laughs> Me and Joe getting, getting, getting down, man. All right, so you can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash revolutionary sports front. The Twitter is twitter.com. Slash RSF podcast. You can send all of your hate mail <laughs> to revolutionary sports front at gmail.com. Bring it. <laughs> and you can find the show online at revolutionary sports front.com. And thank you for downloading. What? Run out of wind there, Tony? <laughs> I'm laughing. It's all that much. cardio. Goodbye! Thanks for downloading, listening, and subscribing, and thank you for being a part of the sports revolution. Adios, amigos!